I'm um, over here trying to figure out why you don't have a unicorn like onesie. I uh, I went well. We went into her room eight times after putting her to bed. It's almost nine. It <laughs> astute observation, sir. Uh, Little more than seven. <laughs> five points to Gryffindor. I used to tell my students and players this when I was a coach. It used to bother me when I'd fail, but now I've learned that it's only it's only bad to fail if you fail to learn. If you, I'll put it this way, if you're tripping in life, then you're going forward. Think about it. You don't trip if you're standing still, right? You know, for good times or bad. And this was a bad time, but I made a promise. And it was in this moment, really, that I could either do one of two things. I could dig deep or I could pivot. And I felt like I had dug deep before. And so I'm like, I've dug deep. Like, I've dug deep, I've dug deep, and I just, I, it's time for me to pivot. And there was a little voice in my heart, in my head, in my soul that I needed to still dig deep. I, I feel like the more you give, um, <laughs> the better it turns out, at least in my situation. Hey, MBP family. Welcome to the 10th episode of MBP, the Micah and Ben podcast. And we have struck double digits. So thank you for being a part of this journey that began just this year. For those who liked our page, followed us on Instagram, or subscribed to this podcast, we offer to you our gratitude. Special thanks goes to anyone who has shared our content with other people. Ultimately, this podcast is for all of you. Not only the people listening, but the people you've shared with who could listen. It's not just for Ben and myself. So thank you. Again, this podcast is where casual conversation leads to a strengthened society. We know we all face similar obstacles that can often convince us that we're alone, but we're not. That's why the show exists. So much of what we see on social media and what people decide to show the world is a highlight of what's really happening. While we do think that is natural and even exciting, that's not the full story. We know for a fact there are many of us experiencing the same things, but for whatever reasons, none of us are discussing it. And that leads to us missing out on community when we need it the most. So let's have conversations that involve all sides of our lives. And join us as we chat and most likely laugh. And don't forget to subscribe as well as reach out to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter using at actual MVP, or you can email us at actualmbp at gmail.com. I want to give a shout out to Barrett Raven, who is not only one of the top 50 realtors in Austin, Texas, but he's also one of my very closest friends. He started out as our realtor uh, about four years ago uh, this month. And he is now one of my favorite human beings. So if you're in the Austin area and you're in need of a realtor who is not only top tier at his job, but also meets you where you are, not just physically, but figuratively, give his team a shout at BarrettRaven at RealtyAustin.com. And we also want to give two shout outs to two other podcasts we love, uh, The Ford Files and Better Not Perfect. Kaysen and Kelsey discuss the challenges that they face together and the adversities they've overcome 
the adventures they've experienced, and how they've played on the same team through it all. This podcast is great for younger couples or individuals who have faced some large life obstacles and need the motivation to get back up and keep going. Taylor Rambo on Better Not Perfect promotes authenticity and uniqueness through her podcast by having real conversations and sharing honest thoughts with her audience. This podcast is a source of strength, especially for moms out there who are looking for support or needing encouragement to know that they don't have to have everything together all the time. On our last episode, I shared my story. If I'm being honest with myself, you should definitely go listen to it. I'm super interesting, really awesome. My life has been absolutely perfect. Right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. But if you want to listen to it, you can pull it up on iTunes or Spotify. Uh, Micah shared his story a couple weeks ago, um, and I shared mine last week. We just felt that it was important for you guys to understand us more as people people who we are what makes us tick uh how big we can fail <laughs> but our, our goal with this podcast is to connect with people on a personal level and bring light to the fact that life isn't perfect but we're all in this together uh, speaking of not perfect there have been many times in my own life and if you listen to the last week's episode you'll know that to be true that i've bitten off way more than i can chew when that happens, I've gotten better about knowing when to keep chewing and when to spit it out. Uh, today's episode is going to be just about that. So, Micah, can you tell us about today's episode? Yeah, this episode is going to be focused around difficult obstacles in life, which, now that I say that out loud, when is an obstacle not actually difficult? I guess then it wouldn't be an obstacle, right? Uh, but also, how we can respond to them. That's the kicker. Some of us try to tackle a large task only to realize once we're in the middle of it that we likely bit off a lot more than we could chew. <laughs> so what happens then? Do we just hang it up and move on to the next thing or do we continue to press on? Really, it's just a question of, and here's how we're going to make this real simple. Do you dig deep or do you pivot? We get it. We're about to throw down a few options here. But we do believe that some of you will relate. So let's get into it. If anyone out there has ever had a three-year-old, uh, this story will probably make you laugh. And if you have a three-year-old currently, this story will make your eyes leak due to the stress you have daily. Um, I feel like it's just like a vice sometimes. And I'm not downplaying that kids are, are like not enjoyable. but I feel like you'd be hard pressed to find a parent who's not at some point experienced stress from their kid. So uh, that's what I'm getting at. I, I love both of my daughters. I've wanted to be a dad since I was about 15 when my oldest nephew was five. So I love my kids. I just want to make sure that's crystal clear. Uh, we have a lot of highlights. And if you follow me personally on Facebook or Instagram, you'll see that crystal clear. I've posted some videos on our accounts uh, for the show, but the point of this show is to talk about times when it's not a highlight reel and when we want to uh, connect with other people. So that's what I want to do. I want to step up, step up and be a little bit vulnerable with you. So ever since Charlotte was about three months old, uh, she slept through the night, which is just bonkers. Uh, I know not everybody gets that lucky uh, <laughs> with kids. They wake up any given moment and it can be very frustrating um, when you're trying to sleep and then during the days, like you don't get a break, you, you're just going, going, going. So 
that was great. We really appreciated our blessing that we had. And now, when she really should be sleeping through the night, she continues to cry and cry and cry and cry and cry once we've put her down for bed. Um, and just this past Friday night, I this was at one point I looked at Elizabeth and I said, I cannot go in there because I know myself and I need to cool off because I don't want to respond to my daughter out of anger. And right now I'm angry. Um, so that was just my own personal check. Newsflash. It's okay to be angry. Just be careful how you deal with that anger. Uh, I went, well, we went into her room eight times after putting her to bed. It's almost nine. It. <laughs> Astute observation, sir. Uh, Little more than seven. <laughs> five points to Gryffindor. Bunch of idiots. Uh, so I saw a meme that was like, Dumbledore, we treat all houses equally. Oh, Gryffindor, you all brought your shoes today? Ten points to Gryffindor. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, eight times after putting her to bed. Just for the record, this is not like, oh, daddy, I need to, I just wet the bed. Or like, mommy daddy my my light turned on which has happened if you have anything in your home that makes it a smart home freak things happen her lamp just randomly got rescheduled when daylight savings time changed and her lamp would just pop on at different times and it freak her out because like she didn't press anything why did her lamp turn on is there a ghost to her there is so <laughs> that's terrifying it is it is terrifying so she'd start wailing but it wasn't it wasn't like serious stuff like that it was i just I just want to, I just want to, I didn't get a kiss and hug. What? I just walked, when I walked out of here, I gave you a big hug. You said, squeeze me. And I squeezed you. And then I kissed you on the forehead and I said, good night. I love you. And I even spread my arms out and said this much. And you know, all that you got a kiss and hug. Like I'll give you another one. Sure. But you need to go to bed. Like we can get more kisses and hugs tomorrow. And then it's like, well, I just want my pillow. The pillow is what she was laying on. Like, the most ridiculous stuff or i want to wear pajamas you said you want to sleep in your unicorn robe and i get it if i had a unicorn robe i'd probably sleep in my unicorn robe right but i don't uh it's just ridiculous stuff and so we'd had we've had to say like okay you know with the whole marble system um that i'll get into in a second like you could have five marbles in the morning. If she fills up this little jar with marbles, she gets to have like a free day where she doesn't have to cash in TV show tickets. She doesn't have to like only eat the snacks in her bin. She can have snacks anytime. We get to go to Chick-fil-A. She can have ice cream for lunch and dinner if she wants to. We try to, we try to make it a really big deal so that she wants to fill up her jar. So if we say like, hey, you can have five marbles in the morning, if you don't cry or or scream out for anything that's not an emergency, and we have to find that with her, you can have all five in the morning. And then every time we come in, we take a marble away. And there have been times where we've started saying like, okay, if we have to come back in here and it's not an emergency, we're going to take a toy away. Because she has like all these stuffed animals. She has a, a full-blown like hostel for you know stuffed animals in her bed. <laughs> It's bonkers. <laughs> I'm um, over here trying to figure out why you don't have a unicorn like onesie. Don't lie. You're shopping on Amazon right <laughs> now for a unicorn onesie. <laughs> My birthday is coming up and I would not put that past you. Oh. Um, but 
uh, here's the thing. Here's what, what I'm getting at. This is obviously a big obstacle. And some of you listening to this are like, Mike, it's not even three yet. And I'm already dealing with this. Like, what is happening? So in, instead of just digging deep and like sticking to our guns and being like, nope, this is it. And you have to go to bed and stop crying. And, and that's not helpful to a relationship. It is natural to be frustrated. I get that. If you're not frustrated by being told like 17 times you need to go in there, you're a different kind of human being and I applaud you. But we decided instead to pivot. And when I say pivot, I don't mean completely get rid of how it doesn't mean like we're ignoring what we need to overcome. It's not like we're ignoring the goal. We're not ignoring the obstacle. We're pivoting in our strategy of how we're attacking it. Now, I got to say a big caveat. There are times when you should walk away from whatever that obstacle is because it is not worth your time. It is not worth your energy and you need to just move on. But we pivoted. Um, we, Elizabeth, I should say, read a few articles uh, from different moms and different posts just saying, hey, you know, when did you stop your nap time for your kid? Or like middle of the day nap time. And they all said, you know, when these things started happening. Well, guess what? We fit all of the criteria for that. So we're like, see a nap time. Instead, what we started doing is doing what we call Charlotte time or just quiet time. It's like downtime. Like you go in your room and you can play these little like games we have on her uh, Amazon tablet thing that uh, we got for Christmas. They're little games that she has to like figure out puzzles and stuff that really gets her mind going. But she gets to lay in bed. She can play with her toys. She's played make-believe. We've come in and found makeup all over her legs and arms and face and uh, some of the stuffed animals, stickers all over Elfie, the big elephant that she has. <laughs> she addresses the elephant in her room. She also dresses <laughs> the elephant in her room. But here's the thing. Since we started doing that and started trying that out, she goes to bed and she goes to bed quietly. Uh, so imagine if we had dug deep and just kind of stuck to our guns. Here's the thing. Back in college, I, I was not, and even in high school, I was not the same person I am today. If I didn't hit the mark or if I didn't hit my objective, like in this case, if I couldn't get Charlotte to stop screaming out for things that are not an emergency, you know, the whole boy who cried wolf thing. If I couldn't get her to stop screaming out like that, I would feel like a failure and I would feel like I didn't hit the mark and I would just beat myself up. I would tear myself to shreds internally because it's like, wow you really suck as a human being. So why don't you just go ahead and give up on everything right now? Like, don't even, don't even attempt it. And I would call myself names that bullies had called me in life. And it wasn't until I read this book called The Flip Side by Flip Flippin. His, his first name is not like legally Flip, but you know what I mean? Um, I've met the guy. He's a really nice guy. I told him I wanted to thank him in person for how this affected me. But my view changed because of his book. It basically said, if you wouldn't treat a friend that way, then why would you treat yourself that way? And I know that when things get tough, I, I want to kind of fall back into that. But I have learned to not allow myself to beat myself up just over and over internally. It is... Okay, I used to tell my students and players this when I was a coach. It used to 
bother me when I'd fail. But now I've learned that it's only it's only bad to fail if you fail to learn. If you, I'll put it this way, if you're tripping in life, then you're going forward. Think about it. You don't trip if you're standing still, right? Now you could argue like, well, what if you go backwards? Listen, just follow me here for like five more seconds. If you're going forward, if you're moving forward and you trip over something, your momentum will continue to carry you forward. The difference is you have to pick yourself up. So I'm not saying be shy of every obstacle, use every obstacle as an opportunity. So that's what I've learned. Um, I learned that pivoting sometimes can be the best solution and sometimes walking away can be the best solution. Ben, what about you? I've got a few actually. Um, and you oh. talked about, yeah, you talked about, well, actually you gave two examples. I think I've got three um, and we'll try to keep them. We'll try to keep them short best we can. So everybody that's listening knows um, that I've been home remodeling myself. Uh, we've been pulling out Spanish tile floors, putting in new floors, and I didn't realize how big of a job this was going to be, like at all. And Remember that time you asked me to help, and I was like, nope, I'm not doing floors You said again. absolutely not, never again. And I was like, <laughs> okay thanks friend and then now here i am i'm like oh gosh uh, that makes so much sense now and it's not that like the flooring itself was bad i could do floor install and it would be fine i would do floor install on a house again the demo of those spanish tile floors like took everything out of me and then like we demoed the floors and it took everything out of me and then the real project started of okay now you're putting in floors so it's been kind of slow going because a lot of the a lot of the floorings in now but now i'm doing trim and i am very quickly learning that the first couple rooms that we did i didn't do right and so i'm having to go back in and pull up trim that i've already installed <laughs> and and then I get to pull the floors back up because this cut wasn't right. And so I think my dig deep with, with more recently has been like, I just want to give up on this whole project. I just, I do. And it's to a lot of people, it sounds silly and it's just like, Oh, you're just doing floors. Like that's not really a big life thing. The problem is, is that I'm living in it. And so I'm living in walking in every day and seeing you know, this needs to be done or this still needs to be done or, oh, I've got to do that. I've got to do that. And on top of juggling work and then juggling my marriage and juggling just life, it is just, I've just been worn out. And so my dig deep has been like, listen, nobody else is going to do this for me. And frankly, we could pay somebody to do it, but that's just not how I'm wired. And I would rather save that money for something that we actually need versus a unicorn robe, a unicorn robe <laughs> for Micah for his birthday. That's coming up. Um, oh, that was a good plug. That was callback. Uh, so now I can't stop thinking about this unicorn robe. I need, I'll have a T-Rex costume. I'll have a giant inflatable blue suit and I'll have a unit. Oh, I've got a Ninja Turtles. That's actually great to snowboard into. You look like a Ninja Turtle on a snowboard. Anyway, um, 
so my dig deep for this whole thing has been I just need to put my nose down and get it done and not let it affect I think the the real challenge here is not let it affect everything else in my life not let it affect my marriage not let it affect my friendships uh and so that's been the real i've had to dig deep into getting like just focusing on getting this done um when i just want to quit i just want to quit i want to pay somebody to do it and be done um but i'm gonna finish it because i started it and gosh darn it i'm gonna finish it um so (laughs) i don't know if that really applies but um I mean, that's that's been my dig deep recently, so it may look different. I think everybody's dig deep or pivot doesn't have to necessarily be a certain scenario. Um, it's it's in the moment, in the situation that you're in, do you dig deep in your pivot? So mine differs yeah. very, very much from Micah's in that sense, but... Um, I don't, well, real quick, I don't think it, it depends on, it, it. it's not the situation, it's your response to it. And everybody's gonna have a different response, kind of based on the situation but also based on who you are as a person right and what that looks like according to you so again we're offering you know how things happen for us but we uh you know everybody has their own flavor flavor like ice cream um so my second uh my second example would be recently more recently um some things in my in my marriage. So Nikki and I have been have been married for going on. Uh, it was four years. Last month. Right? No. See, here's the thing, and this is where it gets got tricky. Married twice. We got married twice. So we got married. We eloped, and then we also like after we eloped, we had like a ceremony a few months later for like close friends and family. So I get these mixed up because our wedding day is October 7th, but our actual marriage day is April. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for this. Abort. Abort. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's coming up. So we've been married for four years. um, And, it's we the i feel like the first two years were really easy and then the third year some like oh this is the person that you married this is you know this is how things are like this is how this person is and and i I feel like like things start to come out um and maybe like patience that you had at the beginning of the relationship like begins to run out um I don't really know, but for us, it was things started to get tough around year three, and then this past year has really been difficult, and it's been difficult for a number of reasons, and it's been difficult on, on I know, both sides, uh, for her and for myself, and we really came to a point um, a couple, couple months ago where I just, I didn't want to do it anymore. I was done. Um, I didn't want to be married anymore, and I was frustrated. I was overwhelmed. I was stretched too thin, and me not communicating all these things and just bottling them exploded in a very colorful fashion. And I just 
didn't want to be married anymore. It was in that moment I was just like I in my head I was like I'm done. Like I'm I've I've came at this every which way I can think of and nothing is getting fixed. So what's the point? And I talked to a few people that day and had a long just sat in my car in a parking lot for 10 hours just thinking and praying and I made a promise to my spouse that that you know through through sickness and in health for richer for poorer you know for good times or bad and this was a bad time but I made a promise and it was in this moment really that I could either do one of two things. I could dig deep or I could pivot. And I felt like I had dug deep before. And so I'm like, I've dug deep, like I've dug deep, I've dug deep. And I just, I, it's time for me to pivot. And there was a little voice in my heart, in my head, in my soul that I needed to still dig deep. And, you know, it, 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 that voice told me it's not over. You know, you can do this, but you have to still dig deep. And that's what we did. And I brought this to Nikki and I said, listen, like, this is, this is where my head is at. This is where my heart is at. Um, I don't want to throw this all away. And and we dug deep, and I'll tell you, we're better for it. You know, I think as as human beings, as people, as 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 a as a couple, as a married couple, I think we are so much better for this because it really opened up a lot of lines of communication between us that were miscommunicated or not even communicated at all. So that was a that was I think more recently the most dig deep or pivot and that's very personal and and um I realize that that's all very personal but this is this is real this is life. Um Yeah, it's, I would not be shocked if other people are literally currently going through the same thing. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things man where you have to remember why you married this person. Um mm-hmm. You know, there's, I feel like there's, with just people, like, there's always something that you're not going to agree with or something that rubs you the wrong way. And it's like, you, there's not, I don't think there's like a perfect, like, oh, this perfect person or this perfect relationship. Like, it's give and take. It's so much give and take. Um, and, and it, I, I feel like the more you give, um, <laughs> the better it turns out, at least in my situation, like the more I can give to this relationship and, you know, help. Basically, I want things to be a certain way and Nikki operates a different way sometimes. And so, um, you know, it's, it's finding the commonality of, okay, what works for her and what works for me and vice versa, what works for her and and what might work for me so it's just finding the common ground and working through it and communicating and being honest and remembering why you're there in the first place 
<laughs> so yeah yeah we've had some experiences like that too where oh uh you elizabeth don't like to shut drawers and i do i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no full no. circle no but i i know that uh you what you're talking about is probably going to have a lot more of an impact than you might realize or you do but i, I appreciate hope. you sharing that i hope yeah 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 i hope we all know that we aren't the only ones dealing with this, especially now more than ever with the quarantine happening. Um, how many tasks have you thought about tackling? How many have you actually gotten done? How many should have gotten done? Whoops. And how many shouldn't have? Some of us are doing well just fending off the depression or feeling apathetic. You're all okay. Today's a new day. Take a minute to pause, breathe, do a systems check, and move forward. And uh, eating a particular snack does not count as a task, just so we're clear. Mm, but what uh, if it's a Twinkie? <laughs> nope, doesn't count. Definitely, actually, that's a negative count um, for produ productivity. I don't I like your a, judgment in that statement. I have a vindictive <laughs> attitude towards Twinkies. God, they're so good. Mm, you have a weird definition of good. Uh, if you've had a chance to read the article I posted this week, uh, it offered helpful strategies for <laughs> for when you're confronted with an obstacle, like a co-host who continues to laugh <laughs> over what you're reading <laughs> from your notes. Um, but one of those strategies is called the STOP skill. STOP is an acronym for stop, take a break, step back, observe, and proceed. So stop, take a step back, observe, and proceed. If you're in the military or you're familiar with this in general, uh, another type of strategy that's extremely similar to this is called the OODA loop. That's O-O-D-A, and it stands for observe, orient, decide, and act. And that's a, it's a loop because it, it keeps happening. Like you can move forward over one obstacle and then you approach another obstacle and guess what? Observe, orient, decide, act. Figure out where you are, what you want to do, and then do that thing, okay? Either way, it's helpful to have a strategy for handling uh, those obstacles, but also, and let's be honest here, life. <laughs> so if, if you're living, here are some strategies to help do that thing. So last and just as important, I wanted to make sure to say this. When you overcome an obstacle, Ben, I'm also talking to you here about Celebrate. the Celebrate good times, come on. <laughs> yep. I don't have time to get into the psychology of it, but I definitely have the time to sing that little snippet of song. Uh, but even the article I referenced uh, just now says that celebrating your accomplishments helps you to stay motivated and to realize you can do things. It helps you focus on what you do accomplish and not just on the obstacles or what doesn't work out. So if you're trying to say, um, stay sane and stay motivated during quarantine, then celebrate your wins, okay? It does your mind some good to celebrate overcoming obstacles, even if it's a small celebration, like getting ice cream. Certainly love me some Bluebell cookie two-step. Uh, or watching a movie you've been wanting to see, take a break from your work and literally sit down and watch a movie. Just turn your brain off for a little bit. Many of us, have, including myself, have talked about like, man, I can't wait till this crappy phase of whatever in life 
breaks and we're free of it and we we come out on the other side but what do we do when we get to the other side so often we just like move right on to the next obstacle and we're like yes done with that do, 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 do. oh another this this is gonna be just solid love this i feel like everything in my life is imploding life uh, false <laughs> you just missed out on the finish line on the last race you ran and you didn't even like go to the winner's podium good okay so celebrate it i want to in case you need it i, I want to give you some permission here's my permission to you to celebrate making it over around under or through an obstacle go celebrate get some ice cream if you've been dieting i don't care if it's halo top or some gluten-free concoction that makes you feel good about yourself do it i i fasted from sugar for a while and then celebrated by basically crashing my entire you know whatever the diabetes system affects crashing that system by eating some tiramisu and german chocolate cake okay celebrate and then just move move on to the next obstacle you'll feel a lot better about it this is something i learned with my uh undergrad degree in leadership there are studies about it look them up for yourself maybe i'll post a few and help you out but either way celebrate the wins you got this on our next two episodes we'll be talking about mind control and no not like that i'm just thinking uh i uh, what's that is that animated mo- animated movie with the big oh. brain guy? I don't know why. Megamind. Just... Megamind. <laughs> I don't know why that Will popped Ferrell. into my head. <laughs> That's what I saw, though. So we'll be chatting about how to take a hold of what is in our minds, uh, what our th- thoughts are about, and what does it look like to take control of those thoughts. A lot of us have wandering minds purely because our environment, a.k.a. all things the internet, have conditioned us to think about a million things at once even if only scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling <laughs> and scrolling. Oh, did you see this video? <laughs> I don't ever share videos. Oh, never. never. So that's what we'll be talking about next week. Hope you guys tune in for it. Um, Micah, where can you find us? Yeah. Well, before, before I get into that, I wanted to mention guys, we have just passed the 700 listens mark on our podcast which is awesome and we appreciate the love and we look forward to seeing what we can accomplish together um if i mean if our podcast has never listened to our our scope of impact um to encourage people is very minimal so if this is your first second or third time listening and you haven't yet subscribed be sure to and if you love the podcast please tell your friends and family as this is for them too we go to um pretty extensive lakes to make sure that this is applicable to human beings in general um but the ways that you can connect you can like our page on facebook follow it as well you can also follow us on instagram or twitter again using at actual mbp so until next time you stay classy and have a baller time working at home in your pajamas peace